There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Tea with HB, the podcast where we drink tea and spill it. Everything you weren't taught in school can be found right here. Today's episode is about energy, so let's reinvigorate ourselves with a little caffeine boost. I am drinking matcha green tea, which has many health benefits, including lowering cholesterol, and it's packed with antioxidants. So I hope you'll join me with your own cup. May is Ellis Danlos Syndrome Awareness Month, so in honour of that, I have invited a few guests to be on the podcast to talk about their experiences with Ellis Danlos Syndrome, chronic illness and disability. I am also posting a photo a day on my Instagram page to raise awareness by sharing my own experiences. So if you're interested, check it out at hollyblossom underscore hb. Vitality, the state of being strong and active. Energy, how are you feeling today? Tired? Lonely? Bored? Confused? In pain? I'm really sorry if any of this is the case. Sending you a virtual hug if you want it. Today we're looking at how to find an energy boost even in the most uncertain of times. How to find strength when we feel most weak and how to keep active when we don't feel like doing anything. I hope it helps you find some purpose in the chaos. To some degree, we are all suffering from loneliness right now, especially if you're isolating on your own. We are missing our loved ones and even grieving for them in some cases, made all the more painful by being unable to attend the funeral. But loneliness obviously isn't an isolation-specific problem. In fact, not many things are. Though the feeling of loneliness is definitely exacerbated right now because so many of us are away from friends and family, loneliness does not mean being alone. You can feel lonely in a group of people. You can have lots of friends and still be lonely. It might be because you have different values or because you don't have any shared experiences. Either way, feeling lonely is not only about lacking company. If you are not with the right company, if you don't feel understood or you don't receive empathy from those around you, that is loneliness. Loneliness is a very real struggle and should not be dismissed. It can affect your immune system, deprive you of sleep, change your appetite and libido, and decrease your energy levels. Which is why I feel it is so important to talk about loneliness in relation to energy. The effects of loneliness can worsen pre-existing health conditions and cause healthy people to temporarily experience symptoms that may not be chronic, but are certainly unpleasant and can mimic those of chronic conditions. A lack of energy is something many of you might not experience very often. Maybe you're experiencing it for the first time right now. Maybe you only experience it when you don't get a proper night's sleep or have eaten a large meal. But, along with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, I have another condition called chronic fatigue, or myalgic encephalomyelitis, that basically means I have very little energy. It is best described as a condition in which no matter how much sleep you get, you never feel refreshed. It's like the eternal winter in Narnia, except the winter is being tired, and the spring never comes. There are a variety of other symptoms that come along with it, like dizziness, brain fog, in which one struggles to think or remember things, and heart palpitations. Like all chronic conditions, however, the symptoms depend on the person. Due to this, I feel like I am somewhat of an expert on how to feel energetic. 
That said, considering how much school I missed as a child and how much time I spent with myself, I'm going to go ahead and call myself an expert on loneliness too. Here are my top tips. Sunny weather helps massively and eating the right food at regular times is also a good idea. But the one thing that has really been life-changing, for me at least, is exercise. We are all aware that exercise is good for us, but why? What actually happens to our bodies when we exercise? Our bodies release chemicals like endorphins and serotonin that improve our mood, and it can also reduce loneliness by connecting you with other people, whether that's doing a group call as you work out for accountability and support, or whether you're watching a yoga video online and the view counts have gone up by the time you've finished. We're all connected and it's good to remind ourselves of that. Now I know, this is not like tranquility. Breathing is something that everybody does and something that everybody can do. It's an accessible coping mechanism. But everybody cannot exercise, or at least not in the traditional sense. So let's spend a moment redefining exercise so we can change our expectations, which leads to, you guessed it, fulfillment. If you have no clue what I'm on about right now, listen to productivity. So when I use the term exercise, I do not mean for weight loss or even to build a sweat or feel a burn. High intensity workouts are a form of exercise, but they are not the only form. So here is a brief overview of a few exercise methods that you can start from home. Keep your mind open and remember that everybody is different. Let's begin with physiotherapy. Physiotherapy works to restore movement and build strength and is used to maintain health for many with chronic illnesses or disabilities, but it's also used for those recovering from an injury or operation. Though its intention is to provide stability and increase movement in muscles and joints, it is still a form of exercise. A subcategory of physiotherapy is occupational therapy, which can include fixing the way you do everyday activities to help manage pain. For instance, did you know holding your pen between your index and middle finger rather than your index finger and thumb relieves a lot of pressure from your thumb joint and prevents you building up a callus on your middle finger? Specialised scissors, cutlery and sponges for dexterity exercises can all be found online, so if that is something you struggle with, look it up. Hydrotherapy, though similar, takes place in water and is used for pain relief as well as recovery from operations or injuries. It is the use of water, both internally and externally, for health purposes, so drinking water or taking a bath does count as hydrotherapy. If you ever struggle with muscle pain, I recommend putting Epsom salts in your bath, otherwise known as a magnesium bath, to relieve those aches and pains. Other things you could add are turmeric, which reduces inflammation, or ginger, which can be good if you have a cold. Isometric exercise, or static strength training, can be a way to maintain strength, but it is not as effective at building muscle. Forms of isometric exercises include planks and squats. Done incorrectly and without proper aids, these types of exercises, along with weight training, can be detrimental to those with joints that are prone to subluxation. So approach with caution, I know from experience. Then there is yoga, special because it is a lifestyle and mindset as well as a form of exercise. Yoga uses breath, movement and meditation to unite mind, body and spirit. It also incorporates elements of philosophy, science and an ethical way of living. Doesn't that sound wonderful? If you can't tell, this is my favourite. Pilates, although similar to yoga, is of German rather than Indian origin and is a physical system that uses very specific targeted exercises to improve strength, flexibility and posture with particular focus on the core. Gentle stretching, which is fairly self-explanatory, also counts as exercise. In fact, even simple conscious movements like engaging your stomach muscles, reaching your hands above your head or working on your posture are all beneficial and I count that as exercise. 
Posture is something we definitely aren't taught in school. I learned about it from Barbie in The Princess and the Pauper. Anybody else? Posture can improve your circulation and digestion, reduce headaches and pain, and, you know it, increase energy levels. Here's a little reminder or introduction to posture, inspired by Barbie, of course. No, but seriously, this is how you should stand to support your body properly. Head above heart, heart above hips, hips above feet, and stand with your feet hip-width apart. Imagine a string coming from the top of your head, and don't stick your chin out, because that could be painful after a while. Shoulders should be relaxed, dropped from your ears, but not slumping forward. Ears should be in line with your collarbone. If you experience back pain, sucking your stomach in really helps. When standing, make sure your knees are slightly bent. I had a habit of hyperextending my knee joints and locking my knees, which accounted for a lot of pain when I was standing as a child. This takes a lot of conscious and active thought and practice. So yes, I count posture as exercise too. Whatever type or types of exercise you choose to engage in, remember to incorporate breath. Breathing is our foundation. I hope you found this list useful. From productivity, we know that starting is the first step. But once you've started something, how do you keep it up? How do you incorporate exercise into your routine? As I've said before, setting smaller goals is vital. So don't expect to start exercising an hour every day. Start with five minutes every other day and then build up. I started yoga at the beginning of January with 30 Days of Yoga with Adrian on YouTube, and I've just become a member of her Find What Feels Good family, so please check her out because she's just amazing. That 30 Days of Yoga turned into seven weeks, and that is perfectly fine because my body is not the same as everybody else's, and doing that much exercise was a huge step for me personally. Another key to building lasting habits is to slip them in a routine you have already formed. Place new habits next to old habits and it will seem more natural to your brain. For example, I take my vitamins, pills, supplements, etc. after cleaning my teeth. If you are aiming to improve your hydration, waking up could be followed by a large glass of water. So if you want to start exercising as a habit, try to slip it in next to something you already do and you'll be more likely to stick to it. Hopefully your intention is not primarily or only to lose weight. Not that there's anything wrong with wanting to work out for that purpose, but I think the main benefit of exercise is to increase your energy and happiness. There is so much pressure from the media, especially for women, to look a certain way. So please, remind yourself that your beauty is not defined by a flat stomach. Your worth does not come from how many calories you've consumed. If you do struggle with body image, positive affirmations can be hugely beneficial. A simple mantra of, I am strong, I love my body, I look good can make a world of difference to your workout, your mindset, and your body. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're enjoying the podcast, share it with several friends. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can find me on Instagram at hollyblossom underscore HB, or send me an email at teawithhb at gmail.com. Thanks for sticking around till the end. Here's a sneak peek of next week's episode where I talk to my lovely friend Taryn about exercise. And so growing up, I didn't have answers for why I was in pain. And so when I ran and I was in pain, I thought that was normal or I thought that I was just fat or lazy or out of shape. And so I didn't have that education behind my diagnoses and why things were a little bit more difficult with me.
tea, which has many health benefits. <laughs> Why? 